0: And everything that you do should be about becoming the person that you need to be to take your life to the next level right so in other words it's take yourself to the next level so that you can take your success to the next level because it only happens
1: in that order so the big question is this how do most agents who don't have access to the secrets that most successful agents hoard to themselves Grow and prosper in today's competitive real estate environment? That's the question. And this podcast will give you the answers. I'm Pat Hyben, and welcome to Real Estate Rockstars.
2: Real Estate Rockstars, this is Aaron Uchistegi. Hey, today is March 29th. We're a couple weeks into a lot of people who have been. Quarantine, some states haven't, some states have. There's so much stuff going on in the news this week. A lot of changes in real estate, you know, almost too much to be able to keep up with. I thought today would be a great day to pull an episode out of the archives that I think everybody needs to listen to right now. So back in twenty thirteen, a lot of you guys know that one of my one of my companies completely went broke. So the I lost my company, almost lost my family. I went from having tons and tons of income to tons and tons of growth to nothing and you know during that time it was super super depressing i couldn't figure out where to start to get my life back together how to start new businesses how to find that next thing one of the books that i came across at that time that really changed everything was the miracle morning by hal elrod i read the miracle morning and it talked about how to start getting my life back together how to get up early focus on you know, some different things, you know meditation and exercise, and just taking a bunch of these different things, doing each of them every day, and as long as I did that, my life would start to get better. And believe it or not, that was the first step in my journey of coming back from having my business and then going broke to now growing a giant business again and being able to thrive. So now I'm good friends with Hal Elrod. I was able to meet him a couple years later and thank him for helping me get my life back together without him even realizing he did this one from the archives, we've got Pat Hyben interviewing Hal Elrod. It's been a while, but it's a great time for you guys to be able to hear the message. And hopefully I'll get him back on here sometime soon. So hope you guys enjoy this one.
3: Okay, Rockstar Nation, we have a very special special guest returning to us today. One of our most downloaded podcasts, Mr. Hal Elrod is on the line. Hal, welcome to Pat Hyman Interviews Real Estate Rockstars.
0: Pat, it is always exciting to hear your excitement. So uh, thanks for having me again, man. This is going to be great.
3: My pleasure. I want to catch up with you because your book, The Miracle Morning for Real Estate Agents, has been blowing up In Amazon, Barnes & Noble, everywhere I look, people on Facebook are talking about it. And I was like, I need to get a hold of Hal and we need to talk a little bit about it. So listen, you've been on the show before. People heard your story. But just in case somebody's listening, they haven't heard the prior episode, why don't you give them a short recap of, of who you are, what your story is, and how you came to write your first book, The Miracle Morning.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me again, Pat. And, uh, it, it, you know, so my story, when I was 20 years old, I was uh, a top salesperson for Cutco Cutlery. I know many real estate agents give Cutco out as closing gifts now. Well, I was one of the top salespeople in the company and broken a bunch of records. And one night I gave a speech. I drove home from the speech and unexpectedly a drunk driver got onto the freeway. I was doing 70 miles an hour in my, my little Ford Mustang coupe. Well, a drunk driver in a full-size Chevy truck got on the freeway. He was doing 80 miles an hour. The problem was he was going the wrong way. and He was coming straight at me on the highway. And both of our cars, I don't remember seeing his headlights coming at me, but they were. And we collided head-on at 150 mile an hour head-on impact between the two of us. And uh, I was sent into oncoming traffic. Another car crashed into my door at 70 miles an hour. And the entire left side of my body was just destroyed. I broke 11 bones. Uh, I punctured my lung, ruptured my spleen and I actually died. I was clinically dead on the side of the freeway when they finally were able to pull me out of the car and I died for six minutes, was in a coma for six days and when I came out of the coma, the doctor said, you know, son, you have permanent brain damage uh, and you will probably never walk again and I just decided, you know what, I'll accept that. If If that's what ends up happening, I will accept it. I'll be the happiest person I could ever be in a wheelchair if that's the case. But until then, I'm going to focus all of my energy, all of my belief, all of my faith and my visualization into walking again. I'll accept the worst case scenario, but I'm going to expect the best and I'm going to shoot for that. Three weeks later, I took my first step, went on to run a 52 mile ultra marathon, what? kind of as a just way of saying, you know what? Anything's possible for, for all of us, not just for me. It's possible for all of us. No matter what you've been told you can't do, you know, you can't let the limitations or the insecurities of other people limit what's possible for you. And then I went on to, you know, as you mentioned, uh, my, uh, my, it's actually my, my first book was taking life head on in 2006. And then my, the book that, that is, you know, it's really been the game changer for me and tens of thousands of people around the world, namely real estate agents, uh, is the miracle morning and the miracle morning came out two years ago. As of uh, a few days back, we had the two year anniversary and, uh, surprisingly it's, it's, it's the mirror, you know, it just, it took hold in the real estate community and the real estate industry. Uh, real estate professionals, but both mortgage and and agents, has been the number one uh, demographic, if you will, that that has had their their lives and their businesses transformed by by that that original book, The Miracle Morning.
3: So, so why do you think that happened, Hal? I mean, uh, we all know real estate agents are a special breed that they're uh, yeah. that they're they're definitely wired different than all other entrepreneurs and all other salespeople, and and it can, it certainly could have taken off in the in the car industry or the the the, the, the you you know any type of retail industry. I mean, everybody. Anybody can follow the Miracle Morning. So, so how did you come to write the Miracle Morning for real estate agents? And, well, first of all, let's just say why? Why yeah. did? Why are realtors attracted to the Miracle Morning?
0: So, well, here's what happened: is one of my uh, good friends, and I, you may know him. Do, do you know Isaac Stegman? I do not. Okay, so Isaac is a, a buddy of mine, and uh, he is. Uh, he he. Well, he was. In, uh, he was a cut representative and he, he was a closing gift consultant for real estate agents. And he's, he's a heart, you know, major networker. I mean, he's not afraid to walk up to, you know, Gary Keller or, uh, you know, Pat Hybin. I mean, you name it and, and, and network. And he, he's really outside the box and, and kind of fearless. And what happened was as a friend of mine, he bought a hundred copies of the Miracle Morning when it came out. Well, he sent them to Gary Keller and Jay Papasan and probably he didn't send one to you or maybe he didn't. You, you, know, you misplaced it, but. He basically gave out a hundred of these books to the, some of the top agents in the uh, in the United States, and that's really where the movement started. Is he gave it to these folks, and a lot of them had large real estate teams. And because the, the Miracle Morning is, it, it is such a life changing book. You know, I mean, literally, right when you read it, within a matter of days or weeks, your, your 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 behavior is changed in a way that it changes the quality of your life every single day. And so he's single handedly, I think, responsible. For starting that movement in the real estate community because within a matter of weeks, I'm getting calls from, you know, uh, like Diane Kink of the Kink team, you know, in uh, in Texas and she says, Hal, I need uh, 42 copies of this book for the 42 agents on my team. It changed my life and I want to pay it forward. And that's happening, happening on an ongoing basis. And so that's why it spread. I mean, I, you know, the Miracle Morning... Uh, it is very universal. We've got, you know, we've got, you know, thousands of salespeople and teachers and, you know, employees and, you know, you name it. I mean, it really is universal in every industry, but the real estate industry is just the one that kind of got the, uh, got the jump start, if you will. And so that, that's why I think it began. And because realtors, like you said, they're a different breed, you you know, you're interested in personal and professional development, right? real estate agents are interested in getting the edge. Anything that, that, uh, that an agent could do right to get the edge that's going to enhance their, their business or their life or their productivity or their mindset. And I think that they just found that the miracle morning was one of the most effective techniques or strategies to, to, take, you know, to take yourself to uh, the next level so that you can take your success to the next level.
3: Wow, and then and then how did you end up with you, you know hooking up with uh, Michael Mayer, who's an incredibly brilliant uh, man. He's uh, he's uh, he's been on the show now. Uh, th- uh, we've we've recorded three different times uh, for the show. Uh, you know, Jay Kinder's been on the show. Michael Reese, Anna yeah. Ray's been on the show. So you connected with these huge obviously high minds in real estate and then you created this second book so tell me about that give us some insight yeah. uh, give us some free some free info some yeah. some meat and potatoes we could take home with us what's in this book and what are all you guys telling us
0: yeah so so yeah so I'll segue into this with the story cuz I, I do love this story I mean I think it's pretty inspiring how this came to be and I think that there's you know, whether you believe in the law of attraction or, you know, karma or, you know, what you put out, you get back or the more value you add, the more value you attract or the more whatever you believe in. I think there's so many components in the story. And what happened was I um, when I decided I was, you know, I was paying attention to the market. I went, well, real estate agents are the number one demographic that, that lives the miracle morning that and that shares the miracle morning, you know, via word of mouth. And I thought that's got to be the next book, the miracle morning for real estate agents. So I asked myself, and my partner, Honore, first asked myself, who, if, if I could co-author this with anybody, who would it be? And Michael Mayer is someone I had read his book, Seven Levels of Communication. I was a big fan. We had connected a couple times. He told me he was a fan of the Miracle Morning. And uh, so, so he and I were already kind of on each other's radar. And I called Honore. I said, Honore, you know, who, 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 if you could be anybody, who would it be? She said, you know, Michael Mayer comes to mind. I go, all right, well, then we're on the same page. I left Michael a message today and I'm hoping to hear back. So Michael calls me back and I tell him the whole story and the, you know, and, and what I'm thinking with the real estate miracle morning for real estate agents book. And Pat, here's where it gets kind of creepy and or, uh, creepy is the wrong word, kind of um, I guess serendipitous. Where it was yes. like so so Michael Mayer says, Hal, you know, I I gave him my whole spiel of why I thought it might be a good fit for him. And he said, Hal, you know what? If you were anyone else, I would tell you no. He said, I I say no to new projects all the time. You know, Michael's got multiple businesses he runs. He's very successful. He says, I say no to things all the time. He goes, but it can't be a coincidence that last night in bed talking to my wife, Sherry, I said, you know what, Sherry? I want to do something with Hal Elrod. I don't know what it is, but I want to do some sort of project. Maybe we do an event together. I don't know what it is. He said, it cannot be a coincidence that less than 24 hours later, you're calling me with a project. And I got that, you know, uh, that feeling you get instead, you know, the tingle, like, whoa, that is weird. I mean, what? That's, 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 uh, that's amazing. Wow. And so after about a week of back and forth, Michael Mayer said, I'm in, let's do it. Well, uh, the day after he agreed, I get a call from Michael Reese. And Michael Reese says, Hal, you don't know me, but the miracle morning has changed my life. And he says, I read it to my two-year-old son every night because I believe it's such a powerful book that he doesn't even understand the words, but I want him to get the message. I want him to get the intention behind what you wrote. Mm. And it comes up that I'm doing the real estate book. And he says, how, what do I have to do to be involved? I'll do anything. Now, keep in mind, I don't know Michael Mayer yet that well at this point, And I just offered him the book. And now I got this guy, Michael Reese, that I don't really know. I just, I, I hear that he's got a big organization and so to keep a very long story short, when I bring it up to Michael Mayer in a very delicate way, right? I didn't want to say, hey, Mayer, I know I made you an offer yesterday, but now I got somebody else I want to bring into it, right? I left it up to Mayer and Mayer said, "Hell, if me, you, Michael Reese and Jay Kinder uh, and Honoré Quarters, if we co-author this book, this may just be the next real estate classic. This may just be one of the greatest selling books of all time in real estate with, with those, those minds together. And so... The Miracle Morning for Real Estate Agents, uh, what it is and what it will do for, you know, for real estate agents is it brings the best of The Miracle Morning, what has made that such a game changer for, you know, tens of thousands of real estate agents around the country. And it combines it with Michael Mayer's book, The Seven Levels of Communication. And what he does, here's the difference. The Miracle Morning is a nonfiction book, very strategic on what to do to change your life. Seven levels of communication, Michael Mayer's book is a parable, right? It's right. a beautifully written parable. What we did is we took the characters from seven levels of communication and we fast forwarded a couple of years later, right? Now they're married and they're pregnant and they've hit a slump, right? Their business is hurting. They've they, they they've gotten they're overweight. I mean, you know, just a lot of the things that, that real estate agents deal with, just in terms of personal and professional challenges. And we take you on this enlightening journey through the lives of Rick and Michelle, these characters from from Michael Mayer's book, and and how they've gone through this slump, and then they discover the Miracle Morning. And I love the way that Michael Mayer says it. He says, you know, the Miracle Morning told you what to do to change your life. And in the Miracle Morning for Real Estate Agents, we take these two agents, and actually one's an agent, one's a mortgage broker, and they show you. How the Miracle Morning can transform your
3: life. Ah, so so Rick and Michelle are waking up every morning, and you know, obviously, I haven't read the book, so sure. uh, uh, just because I haven't been able to get a copy yet, it's, it uh, but but uh, I, I'll, I'll read it tomorrow, I promise. And so so Rick and Michelle, you know, they put it into place, and uh, th- then their affirmations start to actualize. Yeah. And uh and it and it just goes to show you. Now, does it give some good examples of affirmations for uh a, a mortgage officer and for a real estate agent?
0: Yeah, that's exactly that's exactly what Michael Mayer, Michael Reese, and Jay Kinder brought that I couldn't bring. I've never been a real estate agent, so I have zero you know, very little knowledge of the challenges that you go through and the and what the profession entails. And uh through you know, through them bringing to, you know, bringing their knowledge of, I mean, you're, I mean, you're talking about some of the top real estate agents in the country and those guys. And you're also talking about some of the top real estate trainers in the country with, with, with those, you know, those three gentlemen. And, and so, yeah, so we really customized the Miracle Morning for real estate agents. But what we also did is, you know, it's been two years since the Miracle Morning uh, published. And I've, I've done really nothing to update that book. I mean, you know, it, the essence of that book is still intact. Well, in the last two years, I've, I've learned a lot about all of the practices that are taught in the Miracle Morning. I've learned a lot about affirmations and how to take those to a whole nother level. I've, in fact, I've created an affirmation uh, formula. I call it the Level 10 Success Affirmation Formula. And uh, I, I, it's funny, I just taught it on one of my VIP coaching calls last, last just last month, I think it was, and one of our, uh, one of my my coaching members, who is a Miracle Morning, you know, I mean, hardcore fan, and he said, "Hal, I've been doing affirmations for the last two years, ever since I read the book, what you taught on this call." And this is, you know, this is, I mean, this is a high level. This is people pay a lot of money to be my coaching. He said, "What you taught on this call just completely revolutionized my affirmations and took them to another level." Well, guess what? The first place I ever created and taught that formula is in the miracle morning for real estate agents book okay okay let me
3: let me let me me stop let me stop you right there because now I, i love you hal but i can't have this show be a a 45 minute long commercial for the miracle morning so you're gonna have to give us some meat and potatoes why don't can you share with us those 10 bullet points
0: so then let me give you, I'm going to cover two really powerful things. I'm going to talk about affirmations, and I'm going to talk about visualization. And that's what we'll make sure everybody walks away with on this call. Let's do it. Um, yeah. And so first with affirmations. Now, in, what is an affirmation? It's it's very simple. It's anything that you say or think. And, you know, Will Smith had a great bit on Ellen DeGeneres, the Ellen DeGeneres show, where he talked about how affirmations are, he said, the single biggest factor in what has allowed him to become as successful as he has, right? The, the, the programming, the self-talk that, that he has intentionally designed to be in, in alignment with who he needs to become to achieve everything that he wants. And so an affirmation, I believe, I'm often asked about the miracle morning. What's your favorite part, Hal? You know, and is there one that's, you know, one, one of the practices that's more important than the other? And I say affirmations for me are, are, I think, have been the most effective part. So affirmations, I believe, are taught wrong by most of these gurus, and, and to this day, I mean, I was doing research on affirmations for this book, you know, trying to say, okay, what is there anything cutting edge that I'm not thinking you mean, about?
3: Wait, that, wait, wait. I'll stop you there too. Inclu- yeah. Including Norman Vincent Peale?
0: So yeah, let me, let me, I'll share it. And I, you know, I don't know, I can't remember exactly how Norman taught it. So Norman Vincent Peale taught it. Yeah, but Nor- here's what I mean-
3: Norman and Napoleon Hill and, uh, you, you know, they've all, they, they all follow the same rule, which is teaching them as if, as, as if they already exist.
0: Yep. And here's and here's how. and uh, Yeah. So it's taught to say, you know, I am statements or I have statements. Right. Like I am a millionaire. Right. I am. And here's the problem. If you say I am a millionaire and you're not a millionaire, then you're literally trying to program your subconscious mind with something that your subconscious mind is fighting by default. It's not going to believe a falsity. It's not true. If you say I am a millionaire. Well, no, you're not. So you're literally lying to yourself. Now, I'm not saying that if you do it enough, it can't have an impact on your subconscious. But I'm saying that I believe that there's a better way. I'm saying that instead of writing affirmations that say I am something I'm not, or I have something that I don't, or, you know, hey, I weigh 120 pounds. No, you don't. Why don't you, my my belief is to take your affirmations to another level. You create affirmations that program you to, based on reality and that are action-oriented. So I am a millionaire, I am a millionaire, I am a millionaire. That doesn't put you in a state to necessarily do anything that you that's necessary to become a millionaire. In fact, there has been research that has been done that has shown that affirmations can actually have the opposite effect. Where if you affirm something over and over that I am a millionaire, I am a millionaire, you start to believe that you're a millionaire. Well, all of a sudden, you now lose the drive and the sense of urgency to take the action necessary to move you closer to that becoming a reality, because if you believe you're already a millionaire, why would you take the action to become one?
3: Makes well, sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and, and I agree with that. And I, I always said, and I've quoted, uh, quoted uh, Jim Rohn in my book: "Affirmation without discipline is delusion."
0: Yes, absolutely. And, 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 and so let me give you. I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna give you. Your, your, you want me potatoes? Here it is. This is the level ten success
3: affirmation. Thank you, formula. thank you, thank you, everybody. Yes. Write these down. Pull write the car down. over. Go ahead.
0: Pull the car over, right? Text it while you're driving. I'm kidding. Do not do that. So here you go. Here's the level to success success affirmation formula. I am committed to blank and I'm going to give you the blank. So just write them down. I am committed to blank times blank. So put a little time X in there times blank so that I can blank by blank. Okay. It's important that you have the blanks in there so you understand where, where these fit in because you're gonna you're gonna flip these blanks with any specific affirmation you're creating. I am committed I, to
3: blank times blank so that I can blank by, by blank.
0: Blank. There you go. Okay. I am committed to activity, right? So the first blank is the activity or the action. Yep. The second blank is the frequency. So times frequency. Right.
3: So I'm committed to calling, uh, a ten past clients. Uh, yep. five days a week. Five days a week.
0: So that I can sell 50 homes.
3: So that I can sell 50 homes, yep. By December 31st. Boom. Okay, I got it. Crystal clear. Crystal and now you're clear. not
0: nothing in there is a lie unless you're not committed to doing what you're saying you're going to do, right? Right. But you're not saying I have already sold 50 homes. Yes. And then your yes. subconscious fights you and it goes, no, you haven't. Okay. You're lying to yourself. I and like that it. I think. The, I have been told, the feedback I've received from people is that affirmations for most people are one of the hardest things because they've been taught to lie to themselves and they just can't buy it, right? Yeah. So I'm committed to blank times blank so that I can. And so now all what you're doing is you're programming your subconscious and your conscious mind to do what's necessary to achieve your ideal outcome by your ideal target date.
3: Yes, I love it.
2: Real Estate Rockstars, this is Aaron Amuchasteghi. And as you know, when you've been hearing these episodes, so many of our guests give us lots of free gifts and share the tools they've been using to become successful. We've got free real estate tools, scripts, eBooks, marketing materials, and more. We keep track of everything in our vault and it's updated with new items each and every week. If you want access to that stuff, it's totally free for being a listener. All you have to do is go to Success toolbox.com, agentsuccess toolbox.com and get your free gifts now.
3: Okay, okay, keep going. So
0: there we go. So now we're going to dive into visualization. And visualization, I also believe that it has been taught wrong by most of the gurus. In fact, the movie, the documentary that made visualization famous is The Secret. And yes. in The Secret, and it, this is where they received the most criticism. The secret they taught you to, you know, create a vision board. Put pictures of your dream home and your dream car and you know, write yourself a check for a million dollars and all that, right? And it's the same as the affirmations, is that you're creating, you know, you're, you're visualizing the end result, and then you're just opening your eyes and going back to doing what you've always done and getting what you've always gotten. And here's the deal. I believe that visualization in that way, that as most gurus teach it, and again, it's to this day, I've, you know, and I don't want to name names because I don't want to put, throw anyone under the bus, but some of the most famous personal development gurus of our time They still teach it this way. Visualize yourself in that end result. Now, here's the deal. That is, there is a benefit to that, but not if you, if that's all you do. If that's all you do, I believe, and I think that when I explain this, everyone is going to go, wow, that does make sense. You're missing out on the most important part of visualization. So I teach visualization and I'll teach it right now. There's two parts to it. The part about, the first part is visualizing the end result, seeing yourself having already achieved what you want. Now, why is that important and how does that benefit you? And here's how. Every goal that we have, every goal, every dream, every desire, uh, it's, imagine it as a little ball of energy, you know, a little tiny ball of energy floating around in our consciousness somewhere. However, every, every goal, every dream, every desire That little ball of energy—it's trapped inside almost a membrane, if you will. So we're going to visualize the membrane, which is made up of our fears, our self-doubt, and our insecurities. And it's this membrane that's trapping that ball of energy from turning into, from growing, from turning into anything, from manifesting itself. So we've got these goals, dreams, and desires that float around, but this little membrane is trapping—that's made of fear and insecurity—is trapping. the the desire inside so that it doesn't need to manifest. Now, when we visualize the end result, it allows us for those moments to remove the membrane and let that little ball of energy, that goal, that dream desire, let it manifest so we can see what it will look like when it comes to fruition. That's powerful. That's very important because from those moments, you're programming your subconscious to kind of overcome the fear. You've let go of the fear because now you actually see what it could look like. Now it's not just bouncing around in your consciousness, it's actually a vision of what's possible. So that's very powerful. But if that's all you do and then you go back to your same old, same old routine, you're never gonna see that vision manifest itself. So the second part of visualization, Pat, and I believe this is the most important part, is you've gotta visualize the action. You've gotta visualize the activity. You have to see yourself doing today what you must do to ensure that you start to move in the direction of that big picture, long-term vision. Mm. So you got to bring your visualization to today and I'll give you a very specific example Please of how, do. I, yeah. about how I, how I use this to manifest a goal that I had failed at for three years in a row. 2009, I, my number one goal was to write a book called The Miracle Morning. And at the end of the year, I had written a few pages. 2010, it was my number one goal and I had failed. 2011, it was my goal and I had failed. In 2012, when the year started and I was going, gosh, what is wrong with me? Why can't I write this book? I decided to take the visualization that I was doing of seeing the book. Here's what I did. Number one, I had already had the cover designed and I recommend that for anybody that wants to write a book. Nice. Right? Have the cover designed as soon as you start writing the book so you can see what it's going to look like. So here's how my visualization played out every morning. First and foremost, I visualized people reading the book. I saw the cover in their hands and I picture, I visualized them reading it and I visualized the expression on their face to be one of awe, of excitement, of enlightenment, of empowerment, going, wow, this is exactly what I need. And then I visualized them sharing it with a friend and saying, you have to read this book, it changed my life, it'll change your life too. Now, that was powerful because that got me excited. I thought, wow, I want to I make that vision a reality. But here's where the rubber met the road. I then brought my visualization to the present moment, to today, and I saw myself at the computer typing the book. Now, I saw myself wow. as if I were an outside-of-the-body experience. If I were outside of myself on the other side of my laptop, looking at me, seeing the expression on my face, that was the same expression on the reader's face. See, now I saw myself with the same aha moments going, wow, this is exactly what the reader's going to need in this moment. This book's going to change their life. I saw myself with the ideas flowing from my mind or even the higher power through me onto the paper, onto the word document that I was typing. And What happened was I saw myself doing the action. And this is what you need to do if you're listening to this. You might not want to write a book. Maybe you want to sell a lot of homes. Maybe you want to get in great shape. So your vision is going to be you on the phone or you on the treadmill. But you've got to see yourself doing whatever it is that you need to do, the highest leveraged activity to produce your long-term vision, your number one goal, your one thing. See yourself doing it with a smile on your face with more, with an (laughs) abundance of energy.
3: Yes. Yes. I love it. I love it. So to
0: the point where the vision is so compelling that you don't want to visualize anymore. You want to do the thing that you see yourself doing. For me, I saved the visualization for the last part of my miracle morning every day, because I knew I learned this the first couple times I did it, that my visualization was so powerful that I wanted to open my eyes, open my computer, bring up that document, and I wanted to start typing because I didn't just see the book finished, which didn't get me into action. All that did was make me feel like, wow, it's as good as done. I can sit back and do nothing because I believe that book's going to manifest. But it's not. It's not magic. It's work, right? So the visualization for the activity was more, much more important than the end result, seeing the dream. Cause that's just a fantasy. It's only real if you do it. So it got me into action immediately. I started writing and, and I have my coaching clients that are in sales, right? Or that are real estate. They visualize themselves getting on the phone. And as soon as it's so compelling that they open their eyes, they pick up the phone and they start dialing. They don't even hesitate to do the thing that's going to get them where they want
3: to go. So so you've got the specific affirmation the way you spelled it out. You've got this incredible incredible bright vivid uh, visualization. Now are there eight more?
0: No, I'm not sure where you got the 10 components. I'm not sure oh. what I said that was Okay, <laughs> that's
3: my fault. I guess yeah. it was the two components. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. maybe you're two. Maybe the ten I heard as two, and it was two. The two components. Oh no, that's you know what, great. You, know that's what what you
0: great. heard it's. Le- I call these level ten affirmations. That's what you. Oh, reading. level yeah, ten. Yeah, yeah.
3: Okay, so the level ten affirmations. Is is there essentially what the, the the way you spelled it out and then the visualization i mean that is and that is great that's perfect that's uh that's awesome i really appreciate you sharing that with us because i'm i'm sure that this is stuff that we can immediately the rockstar nation can immediately sit down with their goals tonight or today and 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 put your goals in this four, in these four blanks Right? Yeah. Affirmation without discipline is delusion. Jim Rohn said that. 30 years ago he said that. And it's so true. You will not become a millionaire by saying, I'm a millionaire, I'm a millionaire, I'm a millionaire. You will become a millionaire by by filling in the blanks as Hal put in creating an action item in a commitment that you are committed to. So, Hal, let's wrap this up with a word of advice or a motto or something that you would like to share Perhaps something that en- encompasses uh, uh, be- encompasses the soul of your new book, "The Miracle Morning for Real Estate Agents." Uh, uh, something that our listeners can remember and think about after they uh, turn off their their smartphone after listening to this.
0: Absolutely, and and here's here's what I'll say on this. And this was actually going to be the original subtitle of the book, and it's not, but it's because this to me this is the theme. Uh, it's that. Uh this book and 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 everything that you do should be about becoming the person that you need to be to take your life to the next level, right? So, in other words, it's take yourself to the next level so that you can take your success to the next level because it only happens in that order. And most of us are trying to stay the same as we've always been and expecting a different result. And you know, Tony Robbins and all these guys, probably Jim Rohn said it first, but that's the definition of insanity. And so My mentor, Kevin Bracey, used to always say, don't wait to be great. And that's what I'll leave you with is make, you know, take these affirmations, the formula that I just gave you, take the visualization, the two-step visualization, not just visualizing the end of the result, visualizing yourself doing what you need to do today to ensure that you achieve that result one day at a time. Make today the most important day of your life. Don't wait to be great, but decide that you're going to commit time every day to becoming the person that you need to be to create the most extraordinary life and business that you can imagine because you absolutely deserve nothing less. And I think the biggest cause of mediocrity is people wait. They think there's always tomorrow. There's always next week. They take notes on the podcast. They write down the affirmation formula and they go, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll do that someday. No, do it today. Schedule time to become that person that you need to be to create everything you want for your life and, and Pat Hyman, you're a great example of someone who's done just that and now you're paying it forward. And I thank you so much for having me on, on the real estate rockstar podcast and and for you know for, for leading this and, and making such a difference in people's lives
3: my pleasure it's it, it has been a great call and i'll tell you what i am motivated personally to go and change all of my affirmations <laughs> starting tomorrow to to the new formula and thanks so much and i'll be i promise i'll read the book starting tomorrow as well and uh and i can't wait to wait to watch it rise on the charts like a like a hot internet stock so it's yeah. uh it's uh it's exciting how i look forward to uh, to see i'll see you at one of the Go Abundance events yeah. in march and uh and uh we'll catch up then. Michael Mayer be there as well. So we'll have a little Miracle Morning for Real Estate Agents reunion there and um uh, yeah. and talk more about it. So buddy, it's always great to talk to you. Thanks so much for coming on the show. And uh, a link to Hal's book and, uh, and and a lot of the show notes of what we talked about will be on and so thanks, Hal. Have a great day, buddy.
0: All right, take care of thank you.